What a lovely day it is. The sun is shining, birds are singing, I'm hopped up on Jingle Jangle, and I'd like to thank our patrons, Scribbles and Carlo. Hello and welcome to the Poly Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. And today's probably bad RPG idea is... In some settings, magic is fueled by willpower or divine power. In this one, it's powered by fuel. Remember to fill up your wizard at the local gas station. Okay. Major oil companies, but they're wizards. You just have, like, a cutting indictment of neo-colonialism entirely revolving around magic powers. I mean, the concept of majocracies pops up a lot in fantasy media, I think. But the idea of it being a direct parallel to, mm. like, oil oligarchs of various countries, I think, is quite an interesting take. Yeah. That's like the idea of, like, it not being a majocracy, but the mages just, like, being the equivalent of drones being used by the oligarchs. So you've got, like, a magical army invading places with lots of oil in order to get more fuel for the magical army? Yeah. Also, the alternate, far less insightful thing I imagined was wizards as cars. <laughs> Just straight up cars. Like, you know, they're still like old men with beards and long multicolored robes, but you sit on their back and put in, uh, oil and uh, petrol in their ear, and then you just drive your wizard to work. Do they still have pointy hats? Yeah. You sort of wrap your legs around a pointy hat. <laughs> so you've got to mount the wizard. Yeah. This is, this is the new RPG, Mount the Wizard. It has exactly one stat, guess what it is. I think I prefer the first idea. But yeah, there's definitely like... There's definitely something in we discover some kind of chemical that if it's ingested by humans temporarily gives them the power to do magic. I'm sure that's been done in other media. But there's definitely like a lot of like, yeah, neo-colonialist kind of everyone wants this resource that gives people temporary magic. Yeah, like the the whole magical drugs thing I've definitely come across. It's mm. kind of the main plot of the show The Boys. Um, but I, I like the idea of it being more of like a naturally occurring yeah. substance. Like it's less damaging because of the side effects of taking it and more damaging because it is, you know, unrenewable and you're going to need to keep finding more sources of it. Mm. I feel like this is a, a game concept that could have incredibly disparate tones depending on whether this is like we've just discovered it. Mm. Or if it's like a magical industrial revolution, or if if this is the reason for the obligatory magic is dying plot. Yeah. I guess, yeah, magic is dying because it's literally running out is one that's not often used. I quite like that one because it's also... Because the obvious plot there is trying to find another source. Mm. But you've only got this limited amount of magic left in order to do it so it's almost it's resource management yeah i also do like the idea of trying to like get society from a magic-based society to a technological-based society before the magic runs out 
<laughs> trying to speed up the industrial revolution. Yeah, because you know no one's bothered looking into technology because we just fill ourselves with magic oil. But then, oh no, it turns out that that's not sustainable, and now we need to get back onto more sustainable fossil fuels. See, I think the phrase "everyone" is interesting because mm. realistically. Unless the world is already pretty damn great when they discover this, you are still going to end up with a majocracy because only the very rich are going to be able to like hoard the magical oil. Yeah, which suggests another possible plot, which is taking down the majocracy and democratizing magic. Heist movie, and the heist is you need to steal all of the magic fuel and release it to the people. Which is quite fun, because that means you have to do a magical heist without having any magic yourself. Mm. But also, I feel like the magic people would probably have just sort of forgotten about basic technology. Because it, it just doesn't, it's not something that they need. It's, it's the shoot ball with a gun thing. Yeah, like a door that's like, you know, incredibly powerfully magically sealed against like incorporality against unlocking spells against fireballs and then like we just walk over and open it because they forgot to put on an actual lock have you been eavesdropping my D&D sessions i am eavesdropping everyone's D&D sessions that's how i get my probably bad ideas including yours listener to be fair i think most D&D parties at some point have a problem with a door mm. what if i fill the door with magic fuel how does one fill a door? You like... So you've got the wood, and then in between it you've got an empty space, and it's full of magic fuel. This makes it an incredibly useless door. Because you can just kick it open. But... It is magical. It's a good way to hide your magic fuel, I guess? Yeah. I feel it does fit into the same idea of, like, because it's so full of fuel, it's incredibly magically powerful. But physically speaking, it's just two thin bits of plywood over, like, a pool of liquid. And then when you kick through it, the magic fuel spills out everywhere, and then you've got a little bit of magic for the rest of your heist. Yeah, now your shoes are magical. My question is, do you have to do anything to this substance before you can actually use it? Or is it you just kind of drink it and then you can shoot fireballs? I like so I sort of assume that okay so if it's in like it's you know raw form it gives you magic and it's sort of that uncontrollable wild magic you get and mm-hmm. it needs to be like refined in certain ways to give more controllable but more like specific magic because they could give the strains like divination juice and enchantment juice and fireball juice I think regular oil is fireball juice. Mm. There's there's a life hack for all listeners. If you want to cast a fireball spell, petrol. I do think as well that you've got the... Because presumably you would need some level of knowledge in order to harness the power it gives you properly, to mm. channel it correctly. So I kind of like the idea of like some randos come across... like whatever the magical version of an oil well would be, and all just immediately blow up from wild magic. I like that, because A, it's hilarious, and B, it does sort of promote the continued, like, magical oligarchy. 
Mm. Because if you're not trained, it's too dangerous. You've got to leave it to the experts. Yeah, and you can't be trained without the oligarchy's permission. We keep going back to a serious, like, campaign here. This is very much not anyone's not what anyone's tuning into. On the other hand, if you do play magical oligarchy, let us know. What if the wizards were called oily boys? I don't like that. Like, everything else is still this serious discussion of the ability of oligarchies to hoard, bent, hoard like, resources for their own benefit. But they're called oily boys. And their minions are called greasy boys because they've got a little bit of the magic fuel, but not, like, as much as the oily boys. And presumably everyone else is dry boys? Yeah. We have a society of wet boys, oily boys, greasy boys, dry boys. Everything changed when the moist boys attacked. The moist boys are the heisters. Because they've just got that little bit that they can use briefly. Yeah. I think we've got like a good setting and a sufficiently bad terminology to have it count as a probably bad one. So that that's the obvious way to do it. Mm-mm. But then there is also urban fantasy. You show up at the Shell station at 3am and there's just some bloke guzzling diesel. Do petrol and diesel have different magical effects? Yes. Did removing lead from petrol cause any problems in the magical world? <laughs> These are the questions I have. I just love the idea of like wizards being like... Okay, so the idea is you're at a gas station and you've got to shock you. You've got to stop these damn wizards getting into the gas station and drinking all the petrol. Wait, you're turning it into tower defence now? Yeah. You're just like, you know, a cashier. You're not paid enough for this. But there is like, you know, the grand sorcerer of the fire aisles there trying to drink your petrol and you've got to whack him off with a stick. <laughs> We just turn the lights on and the wizard just up there in their little little star-covered hats, hissing and scuttling back into the darkness. I, I think you've lost me, but I'm more intrigued than ever. What if the wizards is just... So the wizards do the thing where they shave off their beards so they look like non-wizards and go in and they ask for large amounts of petrol for their car, and you need to check that they actually have a car and they aren't wizards trying to drink the petrol. So normal people can't grow beards? No. Magic is stored in the beard. Yeah, magic is powered Oh my god, what fueled. if magic is stored in the beard? As you use up your magic, your beard gets shorter and yeah, shorter. Yeah, what you do is you so- you have to soak your beard in petrol, and as you use up magic, it slowly burns away your beard. So once you get to, like, just like a tidy little beard, it's time to go and drink more petrol. Yeah, which makes you grow more beards. I need I need art of this. Like so, it's like a wizard's fuel gauge. It's their beard, and the more fuel they have in them, the longer their beard gets. So you need to really fear the wizards with the longer beards. Yeah, this does mean if you're attacked by a wizard, you can get a pair of scissors and quickly cut off their beard. Can you then rig it out and use the oil for your own purposes? Yes, this is a common like dominance ritual among wizards. Good to know. Yeah, wizards is urban vermin who keep trying to drink the petrol from your car. I just, I do like the idea of, like, you have the magical oil oligarchies with their wizards, and the standard oil oligarchies with their machines, and they're competing. 
It's between the people who want the petrol to feel like big oil um, fossil fuel industries and the people who want the petrol to drink it to give themselves magic beards. And you need to take them both down in order to save the world. Yeah, you need to trick them into destroying each other. Elon Musk versus Gandalf in a petrol car park discuss. Petrol car park is not a word I meant to say there, but fuck it. Petrol car park. <laughs> it will be a petrol car park by the time they're done. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the game is you need to get Elon Musk and Gandalf to fist fight each other. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'd play it, but I would definitely watch someone play it. Yeah. If anyone wants to dress up as Gandalf and fight Elon Musk, we obviously don't condone this, but please send us the footage. We don't condone it, we just think it would be interesting to see what happens. So questions? Yeah, uh, our first question comes from Blatella. Tier list of worst classes to give horny bard treatment to. So I'm curious whether this means play the most stereotypical version or specifically be horny. Because it, it could go one of two ways. Yeah, I was assuming it, what's the worst class to be horny? The answer to that is probably Artificer, because I fear what they would create. Set dildos to kill. <laughs> I think... Is it bad that that's the second time I've encountered that phrase this week? Uh, both from me. <laughs> I think that makes it worse. I have I have a strategy, okay, if I ever need to fight Elon Musk and Gandalf simultaneously. Um, so do you have a different answer? <laughs> Horny Paladin would be interesting in that the obvious assumption is, you know, it's versus their oath. So it's like, oh, I just want to chastise, but I'm horny AF and want to bang everyone I see. Mm. But the other alternative is they've taken an oath to be as horny as possible. What, what would cause such an oath? Like, they're just like, they're a worshipper of like some kind of love or lust deity. And part of their oath is like... They've got to be horny on main 24-7. Sounds exhausting. Yeah, you know, the life of a paladin is not an easy one. People underestimate, like, that paladin oaths can apply to other weirder gods. Like, you know, I've sworn an oath to the god of the sea and now I have to be at least ankle deep in water at all times. Personally, I want... Like a mischief paladin? Hmm. Oath of being a silly little guy. I, I have sworn an oath to be just a little guy, just a lad. Just a little birthday boy and it's my birthday. <laughs> They're just standing there very seriously saying that with their hand over a holy book. Um, but yeah, my point is there are a lot of deities, mythological figures whose job seems to basically be causing problems on purpose hmm. and I think that would be a fun kind of paladin. I feel horny barbarian would be like I feel fairly direct and just hey want to bang um, which isn't too bad Maybe it's like a Klingon thing. Maybe if... My barbarian will only have sex with those who can defeat them in combat <laughs> Barbarians flirt by handing you an axe and challenging you to single combat. 
Which, to be fair, a lot of people would probably find a turn on. Yeah. The barbarian is just flirting with all the monsters. Discuss. I'm ready to me. That's their battle cry. I think Horny Wizard. I think Horny Wizard is just writes some really erudite porn. See, I f- I feel like in the Horny D and D universe, wizards are incels. Yeah, sadly, it does sort of. I think there's a lot of like you know. Ah, uh, while you were out getting laid, I was learning the secrets of drinking petrol. And now I am cool and you don't... Yeah. Whereas sorcerers in the horny verse are like the cool dudes. All sorcerers are chads. Sorcerer chads, yes. Yeah. I'm into it. Warlocks in the horny verse are obviously all boning their patrons. Yeah. Like the magic powers are just incidental. It's sure an experience for the undead warlocks. Oh, my mind just came to the surprisingly sweet thing of, like, your partner dies, so you become an undead uh, patron warlock, so the relationship continues, and also you don't have magic powers. That's cute. That is cute. But anyway, back to insults. power of love. I want to see the guy who's banging horny robes are bad boys that we think we can change. Horny rangers and druids are just, like hippies that you go and have sex with in the woods. Oh, so they're all furries. Only the druids are furries. Horny fighters are like the the initial partner in rom-coms, the one who's like, not got anything wrong with them, but is just unbelievably bland and uninteresting. Ah, uh, yeah, the kind of, you're fine, I guess. Yeah. And horny clerics are the same as horny paladins. Yeah. Sometimes you have to settle for a horny fighter. Horny monks, however, they get up to some stuff. They, I mean, they, yeah, they have a lot of flexibility powers. And they also do have canonically the ability to make their hands vibrate in such a way as to kill someone. So, you know, going out with a bang, but um, <laughs> This is my monk character, the human vibrator. Unrelated to anything, because I just want this question to end. Um, Anonymous asks, how would you subtly unmask a shapeshifter? Give them, like, seven pictures and ask them which one is a bus. What if they're a shapeshifter who has encountered a bus due to pretending to be a person? Yeah, but it's like, you know... They have to play along with captures, that's part of the shapeshifter code. Okay, if you don't if you don't tell me you're a shapeshifter, it's entrapment. Yeah, just just ask them. If they don't legally, they'd have to tell you. But what if they're a criminal shapeshifter? Then you get a criminal to ask them, and they balance out. <laughs> Criminals can't do crimes to other criminals due to the criminal code. I think I would take the shapeshifter into a hall of mirrors, because then they would think they'd done a bad job of shapeshifting and. <laughs> have to try and change to adjust. Just imagine you like slowly warping the mirror and the shapeshifter just shapeshifting like more and more. Oh well, yeah, you put the special handle on the back of all mirrors that makes yeah. the funhouse mirrors. Yeah, uh, be sure to check your mirrors for that. Little known fact, circus houses of mirrors are just houses until you press the switch that makes the mirrors go. Well yeah, where do you think the clowns live? 
you bring the shapeshifter into the house of mirrors and they fight the clowns and then they shapeshift into a clown to fit in. <laughs> That's the idea of being peer pressured into being a clown. <laughs> you just you go to the circus and you say a funny joke and the clowns immediately surround you and force you to join the circus as a clown. That's how they reproduce. I mean, I guess that's better than clown eggs. This is why you should never be funny at a circus. I think, so what I would do is I think I would just like, you know, invite them round and then just really viciously badmouth the person they shapeshifted into. So they go, oh, I've shapeshifted into someone who's not very, like, useful because no one likes them. And then they leave. And the best part is if they're not a shapeshifter, they will also leave and not talk to you again. And either way, you've avoided the problem. I, I guess I suppose. All my plans are solved by uh, roastings. Yeah, I think... I mean, because the trouble is, you know, all of the, like, you know, normal ways are like, ah, uh, I say, like, ah, I remember that time we went to France. And the shapeshifter, like, goes, yes, it was fun. And I'm like, haha, we never went to France. You're not at all yeah like the the main methods i've i've seen in media aren't really that subtle no like the obvious one is i guess from the thing where it's just like i'm gonna put some hot in your blood and it will be cross if you're the shapeshifter i'm going to subtly uh unmaster shapeshifter by setting them on fire what could as, possibly go wrong as we all know shapeshifters are, are not flammable well, the thing is, shapeshifters are magical beings, so presumably they're very flammable with being full of oil. Yeah, what you need to do is you need to put petrol just on the table, and if they're a shapeshifter, they won't be able to resist the urge to start drinking it. So if wizard's magic is stored in the beard, what's a shapeshifter's magic stored in? My mind just went to the ass. Mine went to a special tummy rock. You just... You just, like, while the shapeshifter's sleeping, reach into their mouth and see if you can grab the special, um, tummy rock. <laughs> if you pull it out, they have to revert to their true form. Yeah, because they don't have any magic anymore. <laughs> just, you know, if you ever find your friend sleeping, just, you know, reach in their mouth and have a bit of a check for, like, a tummy rock, just in case. Is the tummy rock just a lump of coal? Because that's obviously the rock version of oil. Yeah. Um... That's what cool wizards uh, eat, because they rock. <laughs> in their case, it's stored in their sunglasses. Which are made of coal, that's why they're so dark. Yeah. They can't see, but they look amazing. <coughs> that's a lot about wizards today. Um, if you want to fund our outreach program teaching more people about wizards... Um, you can go to patreon.com probablybadrpgideas and get access to a Discord server, bonus episodes, and monthly homebrews and uh, short RPGs. If you have a question, you can email probablybadpodcast.gmail.com or message us on Tumblr or Twitter. That's all the things. Um, oh no, I always forget to mention that we have a Redbubble which is uh, probably bad if you want merch that says things like there is no ethical consumption under feudalism or if you just want a badge with our logo on so people know how cool you are. You will be very cool. So 
Thank you for listening and remember, remember to have, have a probably bad day. day.